strutting in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Two Beers Podcast proudly brings to you the hottest, still hottest after a year and a half, NFL special podcast of the world, the Go for Two NFL special. I am your host, I'm Drew. I've been telling everybody, if you've been listening to the Two Beers podcast, if you listen to our first quarter NFL special, the podcast has taken off. Now is the time to get in because yesterday's price will not be tomorrow's price to get in. So we're on a run. We're going to continue the run. Jordan, Jordan's one of my co-hosts. How are you, buddy? Sup, brah? I'm good. Sup, brah? Sup, brah? Jordan's a regular of the Two Beers, like I said. We're gonna God, we're just taking off, bro. I'm so I'm so pumped. And then we have obviously the football guy, the one, the only, the Greek freak, the Greek assassin. I can't think of any more cool Greek stuff that I wish I had thought of ahead of time. <laughs> Teddy Rapantis. Teddy. Teddy. Hey, Drew. Drew, what's up, man? Hey, I was just about to throw a roughing the passer penalty on you on that. Whoop, sorry. You know, I didn't I didn't oh, oh, you know, we'll get into that eventually, but hey, it's the falls around it's it's the fall football. I'm loving this, man. We're back for quarter two. Can't wait. Uh, the autumn too. wind is a me pirate. Dude, I walked. I walked outside today to put the garbage out because it's the only time I actually get fresh air nowadays. <laughs> and uh, you got to get out of the house, man. I do, man. I do. I, I get. I, go I for take, a walk. I, I get still the, working I, from home, like it's still COVID. I get right, the dog. I, mean, I get the for dog walk, out for uh, for a quick walk. But, uh, I feel like it's. I feel like with Drew, it's busy season. All year round, it's you know, just me. Between, it just feels between, like that. Between busy season, running the you know the second most successful podcast in True. all of Spotify, and uh, you know just like carrying you clowns and group texts nonstop, it's a lot <laughs> on my shoulders, man. The guy, I'm uncomfortable That's with the word. Point. I'm uncomfortable with the word hero, but like it happens. It happens. So uh, you make a um, good point. I do have to say though, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm sad. Uh, a great st- we had a great staple of this podcast last year and i just totally i, I goofed you know i screwed i fucked up and uh, i forgot to do it last week so without further ado the th- the one the only story time with teddy repentis baby so i know we're not a big fantasy football podcast we just cover the the game the league around here but Going into last night, I was down 20 points. I had Travis Kelsey going. My opponent had the kicker for the Raiders, Daniel Carlson. Uh, I also had Hunter Renfro, but that guy was doing nothing the entire game. Travis Kelsey goes on to score four four touchdowns. Now, he didn't have the yardage. He only had 25 receiving yards. Tutties. Um, Yeah, he had a four-tutty night to give me the four-point victory. And early on, Carlson kicked 250 yarders, so... For anybody wow. who doesn't play fantasy football, that's 10 points right there. So it, it wasn't looking good early on, the first first quarter or so. And then uh, Mahomes just decided, I'm just going to throw touchdowns to Travis Kelsey because I got no other playmakers on this offense. So Travis Kelsey, I'm shouting out you. You are him 
four touchdowns, giving me the victory in in the fantasy league that Drew and I are in. What what a great night that was, man! I, don't you love it in fantasy football when you get that Monday night win? Tuesday morning is just so much better. I I, I don't know because this year on Monday nights I've lost uh, on a sixty-four yard missed field goal. I lost by point one and. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and a uh, garbage time interception with two minutes left. I lost by point four. So I'm Man. getting the opposite of that, Teddy. But I do. I guess Kelsey was pretty funny. World's the- smallest fiddle. Uh, yeah, two, two things, Drew. Hold on, wait, hold on. Did you guys see Kelsey retweeted the Al Bundy four touchdowns video today? Too? I saw like, that. I did not. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I, I am that. Al Bundy. He said, "I am Al Bundy." I mean, that's the greatest thing. We, we had, had a, we had, a, was that, I think it was on the Two Beers podcast. We had a very hot debate as to what position Al Bundy played in high school. So when yeah. he was we did, City. I think, yeah, I think we did. We did so, but he was a fullback. Go ahead, Jordan. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know it's cool. Um, I was gonna say, are we gonna crack the beers anytime soon? Yeah, I was just wait. When when story when story time's over, we crack beers. All right, why don't okay. you why don't you just chill? Okay, I am chill. I'm calling right, you well, out. Without further ado, let's uh, let's crack these out with the two brewers salute in three, two, one. Man, somebody had some really good crackage wow, here. Wow, dude, yeah, that that was the best crack I've ever had for a beer. Wow, well, that, uh, that was you, Teddy. Yeah, that was nice, man. I, I man. can't wait to hear how that sounds. I I thought you just like were like blowing into like an exile. No, no, I can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to hear that. Lead us off then. You tell us what you're drinking then. Well, you know what I'm drinking. The same thing as last time, man. Uh, Drew picked these up for me. Yes. I I found them outside out there in Pittsburgh when I visited you, Jordan. Southern Tier Cold Brew Coffee Pumpkin Nitro Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Say that ten times fast. This beer (laughs) is awesome. Uh, I'm definitely not going to do it after this podcast. and I'm gonna I'm gonna go next there and to piggyback off of of off of Teddy, uh, went and found me a Southern Tier pumpkin whiskey. Ooh, well, yeah, that's right. Poured me a big old glass of this. This stuff is dangerous because this pumpkin is extra sweet. So this thing goes down. So, like Ooh. basically, this I, it basically goes down like like water. So this is uh this is gonna that's... be fun. Fun. We're aiming for fun. Jordan. Um... My T-Rex arms. I'm just drinking pumpkin whiskey over oh, here. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Uh, nah, I got. Um, I just I stumbled on this black and yellow by uh, Four Points Brewing. It's a, a small IPA, five point five percent. It's delicious. Black and um, yellow, black and yellow. I was gonna say black and yellow, like the Steelers, who's over under on wins may be five and a half, just like your alcohol level on that. Oh, yeah, that's what I said at the beginning of the year. That's one of our topics that's gonna come up. <laughs> oh, um, man. By the way, I wanted to say, uh, you know, this whole phrase of "I am him" and "He is him" and all that stuff—that's <laughs> getting dangerously close to what's the erectile dysfunction stuff? Hims? Is that what that is? Yeah, four hims. Four hims. Right, we're, right. we're getting dangerously close. Yeah, yeah. That's it, like for him. Yeah, wait for him or hims or yeah, hims. Somebody's gonna mess it up and be like, "Oh, this is I'm for hims," and it's like (laughs) gonna be a promo for like erectile dysfunction. We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I I still don't quite understand the uh... erectile dysfunction. Well, that I definitely don't understand. I don't have that problem, but uh, I just just don't understand the concept of. of he is him or whatever that nonsense is that all these losers keep tweeting out. Well, it, you wouldn't because you're not him. Yeah, I know. Well, him. I mean, apparently it's from like a 2018 rap album. It's like it's 2022. Have we not come out with a cooler catchphrase and a song <laughs> other than something from 2018? Some people just want to live in pre-COVID times. I don't, you know, it's I don't all know. right. But anyway, so, well, as everyone knows, this is a quarterly football show. So we're going to we're gonna recap 
our first five weeks here. We're going to take a look into the next four, what's critical for some of these teams. And then we're going to do, as always, the two-minute drill, which is going to be fun. Funsies on this one. But, you know, as always, you know, I'm always I'm always looking to get better like everybody else. So I, I listened to some of the Gopher 2s last year when we did, you know, our – quarter two quarter three i was like i can be better i know this you know i was like i'm like lebron right now but i know i can be mj i just know it i know i can get there (laughs) so you know instead of just doing kind of a boring talk we're gonna go through it you know we're gonna do boys we're gonna we're gonna take a little walk we're gonna go to the edge of town across the tracks we're gonna hit up birmingham and we're gonna let our friends from the peaky blinders go through this week five with us this is where we need to be a video oh that'll be great just let it just let it flow if we had video on our podcast you would see me just Vibing right now. We're gonna let the Shelby boys guide us here, fellas. I, was gonna say, we, I don't know where got, you're going with this, but I'm. Oh, uh, it's gonna be great. Go. We got we got some topics. I'm we're, all gonna, in. we're gonna recap it, and we're gonna let some of our favorite scenes from the Peaky Blinders. Do the work for us. So, boys, oh, can't wait for this. if you're if you're ready, we'll go and do this. Are we ready? Are we excited? Oh, absolutely. Are we ready. fun? Are we aiming for fun? I can't <laughs> wait now. You got me jacked up, man. Oh, man. If everybody, for extra bonus points, if everybody can name me who's talking and the season and episode this comes from, I'll be more impressed. Okay. Fun, fun. I would do things I would shame the devil. <laughs> My fury is a thing to behold. That oh. is, that is uh, season one, episode four. That is the inspector. Uh, definitely wrong with the season. It is our friend, the inspector, telling Tommy Shelby that his. Damn fu- it. So it's season two then after he after he yes. came back. I was going to say that son of a bitch. That his fury is a thing to behold. And like the inspector who would do things that would make the devil turn, whose fury was a thing to behold. Let's talk about in the first five weeks. A player who's just on an absolute tear, Teddy. I let's just yes, get sir. it. Out, let's just get it out of the way. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you go first. I know it's coming. Let's just let's do it now. All right. Well, hey, you know where I'm going. Jalen Hurts. This guy. The guy I talked up all last season. I got ridiculed by you. Hey, this guy can't make progressions down the field. He, he he's a one read quarterback. All he does is run the football. I, I, I got mocked when I compared him to Lamar Jackson's first 15 starts. Justifiably yeah, good, so. Good call by you. That was Justifiably that, so. That no. was actually a good call. <laughs> and, and, thank you. Thank you, Jordan. And and in the preview show, I said I can't wait until Jalen Hurts uh, finally proves to everybody that he is the long-term franchise quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And what does he do? He comes out 5-0. and the Eagles are sent 5-0, first place in the NFC East. Uh, best team in the NFC, clearly. I mean, best team in the best record in the league. 
And uh, I, listen, I know the defense. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that, Drew. You probably all day uh, slay slay. You probably have better uh, defensive, uh, you know, stats or numbers than me. But uh, listen, twenty twenty one, he he progressively got better. A big knock on him was that he couldn't uh, make the deep ball throw. He wasn't an accurate deep ball thrower. Worst right? in the league. And, Right, he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. No, the worst and, in the league. And you know what do you do? You go out. Harry Roseman signs uh, trades for AJ Brown. Uh, getting him as a, as a number one target was was a big reason that his check listen his check down rate last year. He was one of the top quarterback. He he had a three point nine check that percent check down rate. Every time he dropped back, he was one of the highest ranked quarterbacks that he would just check it down. His check down rate is now down to two point four percent per drop back. Um, so. Uh, he's also on pace to shatter Cam Newton's rushing records as a quarterback. Uh, his his intermediate pass completions are up, as well as his deep ball completion percentage. Uh, the only thing that he's really gotten worse at, uh, which is kind of weird, is uh, handling the blitz. So a, a team that actually has some exotic blitzes or can keep him in the pocket might have some success against him. But for the most part, listen, this guy's a, uh, he's the son of a coach. Uh, we all know what happened at Alabama. He started out there, and uh, Tua took his job. He went to Oklahoma. This is a guy who will just do whatever it takes to, to win the game. He's got that intangible. Uh, he's a gamer. He's a dog. As, as, as the, the kids say today, he's a dog. He's right? a dog. He's a, he's a dog. It's crazy so. how, like, the, like a, the goat and a dog just totally flip-flop meanings from the time <laughs> we were kids till now. Right. <laughs> And, yeah. and and it's just you, – you could just see the improvements all around. And and obviously a big part of that is, look, the, it, the Nick Sirianni figured out last year this is a run-first team. You know, Miles Sanders, they have three guys that can run the ball in the backfield. Sanders has had a good season so far. Jalen already has six rushing touchdowns. That's second most in the league uh, behind um, – I don't even – I think Nick Chubb has – Jamal Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams might have six. Maybe. Chubb might have seven. So – He's on, like I said, he's on pace to, to break a lot of Cam Newton's rushing records. On top of all the improvements he's made throwing the ball, uh, and, and you look at their season. I mean, the, the rest of their schedule coming up. I mean, it's not it's unfathomable not to yeah to think about that. Think that they might only lose two or three games. So uh, Jalen Hurts to me, the guy that the new kid on the block. Uh, this this is your new team on the block. Your new kid on the block, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I'm I'm excited to see how as the season progresses progresses what teams try to do to slow him down well this is yeah well i guess this this is our our player on a tear segment teddy so you're you're combining some things so i'm sorry he's the player on the tear I will i'm not jumping jump this is my fault this is why we do outlines i'm jumping yes. out of order for my outline that's but fine i assume this was your guy on a tear but this, this is my also, guy this is my they, guy they, right they'll probably they, this they, him and the eagles might fit in a couple of these categories uh right listen i'll eat the crow he's been absolutely sensational uh, to defend myself, I and listen. He's to me like mechanics. If you were poor on mechanics, like the deep ball, you can work on the deep ball. You can work on things to get your arm strength down. You can you can realize, oh shit, like I need to throw this thing twice. If I'm gonna throw, if I'm gonna make this deep throw to Devonta Smith, I got, you know, it's better that I throw it 20 yards over his head than 15 yards short, where it's absolutely getting intercepted, like it did so right. many times last year. To me, they're going through progressions and like reading the defense. That's something like I. There's not many quarterbacks that just get better at that as they're older. Like, to me, like, the fact that he just wasn't doing it at all after he's, you know, he's not really a young guy. Like, he played all four years in college. And I think he had, I think he had to sit the year that he went to Oklahoma. So, like, he and he's playing against top level defenses in the SEC. 
that's what that was my concern with him. It's like like that that's not there. That's hard to teach. Like I, I thought Lamar was more mechanics his first year. Like the guy was like cocking his arm back when he was trying to throw the ball, so like he couldn't throw it. And then he worked on like, he fixed that, and it was you know off to the races. So that was my concern with Hurts. I I you know, I. Not yeah. that I, any mechanical stuff I thought he could get better at. It was just absolutely terrifying that he would stare down one option and then just tuck and run. But Right, and, and, and the improvement there is, look, he's second in yards per uh, pass attempt behind Tua. He was awful at that last year. His completion percentage also way up from last year. Big reason, like we said, listen, you signed a guy like A.J. Yeah, Brown, Brown. You yeah. see what it does. You see yeah, what and it he's does. Made, and, like, A.J., yeah, the, the two, two things I still want to see him get better at for them to be, like, a legit, legit contender in the NFC is right. he's got to get better at – leading leading his receivers with passes like a lot of times he's getting lucky that he has aj brown because he's like making tough catches on throws that should be a lot better and still going through the progressions but so far i'll eat my crow he's been absolutely phenomenal no doubt about it and let's man speaking of getting aj brown like we can talk about gm on a tear Harry Roseman, man, and for all the shit this guy's taken and, you know, all the nonsense about them losing that game to Washington and what a disgrace it was, do you realize losing that game to Washington, they this is the talent that they've acquired. Devonta Smith, because they were able to trade, they got the sixth pick because they would have got, like, the 12th pick that year. They traded back, still got Devonta Smith, and ended up with two extra draft picks the following year, who turned into Jordan Davis, who's an absolute stud uh, in the draft, and they traded one of those picks for AJ Brown. Like <laughs> that's, that's insane. Right. And then they and then they that's swapped with New, and they swap with New Orleans for next year. They get New Orleans first round pick, which right now is a top five pick. It's a top. It's a yeah. It's it's, it's a high pick. So so like that like the hilarity of like the losing that Washington game, like taking the guys out at halftime. Like I just thought that like look look at what they we've been able to do by doing that. Whereas if they if they would and not that again, it hurts wasn't even that good in that game. Washington just turned the ball over on their own ten yard line twice and they scored. Like it's just it still blows my mind away that there was like not that people were like up in arms about that. So. And- and that's a quick – that was a quick rebuild because if you remember after that Super Bowl in 2017, I mean, by 2020, Peterson's on his way out. Wentz is, is a shell of himself. You draft Jalen Hurts and look where you're at now. It was yeah, a and that's And that's, that's one of around. the reasons why Peterson – they ended up parting ways because, like, duh, like the, the Roseman and Lurie had always, like – they didn't know they didn't pay guys just for pass service. They were, you know, very it was very Belichick like where they were like, you know, we're not extending guys past their prime. We're gonna you know, we're gonna make sure we manage the cap correctly, we don't do that. And then they won the Super Bowl and they kept feeling like, well, we should bring these guys back and give them another run at it. And like that was a lot of Peterson and Howie was like, All right, I'm gonna respect what the coach wants and it started backfiring on them because these older players were getting hurt and then they just you know they were running out of talent so that's why they you know that's why they butted heads and then you know Lurie Roseman is Lurie's is Lurie's guy so it was always going to be Doug and that's why Doug it was out the window and here they are now so so we'll say five and oh pretty good uh I figured you would go Hertz uh Jay you mind if I go next oh go ahead no you go next go ahead no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Josh Allen is is slowly on a tear as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, knew, la- I knew this was coming as well. Is that yeah? So last year, through five games, sixty-two point three completion percentage, thirteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, had the Bills with a four and one record. This year, through five games, sixty-six point eight 
percentage completion, 1,600 yards, 14 tutties, and a 4-1 record. So Josh Allen continues to be on fire. Uh, He made some awesome throws under pressure against uh, J.O. Steelers this weekend that were just awesome. I don't know if you guys saw, like, this end zone camera, like, low view of the uh, – yeah. The, the huge bomb he threw to Gabe Davis, I saw it. Yeah, which was, was awesome. Um, he's great. Like they, they, you know, they, they don't. They haven't looked completely invincible. Um, they've they've had some really awesome quarters. Uh, I still think that you know they got to figure out a way to just try to run the ball somehow and not just let Allen. Allen Allen's taking some big shots already this year, and that, I, I get it. He's you know he's a beast, but that shit like you know Cam Newton was a beast too until he wasn't. Like those shots just add up. Um, but man, so far he's he's wheeling and dealing, and he looks like he hasn't missed a beat. And they have the Chiefs this weekend, right? They do big game in Week Six, so that's that's yep. the measuring stick for the Bills. Nothing else matters. The Chiefs are the only thing that matters to that team. Can they beat the Chiefs? So that's my that's my guy to tear. Jo, my guy. I'm gonna say it now. I'm hoping I don't jinx this guy. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going running back. We all we all know Nick Chubb. He's leading we all the love league. Him. We he's leading leading the lead league in rushing. Um, for whatever reason, Cleveland just hates him and refuses to ride him twenty five plus times a game. Whatever. But I'm actually going to go, Mister Saquon Barkley. Ooh, yeah. I like five, it. Five hundred thirty three yards. He's almost surpassed last year's total in thirteen games. He's actually leading the league in total yards at six hundred seventy six. Five and a half yards a carry. Uh, he's got the Giants at four and one. He's dangerous again. Uh, is he the top fan- fantasy? No, e- Eckler is the top fantasy. Chubb's not. Uh, he's he's top three. He's top three for sure. Uh, in fantasy points, it it's goes uh, Eckler, Chubb, and Barkley. Right. Um, but I, I'm just the fact that they're four and one. You know, I wrote him off after last year. He didn't write back though. Uh, no, exactly. He, he, nobody. Wait, wait a second. I, is that how it goes? They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. That's Correct. how it goes. <laughs> Any hoodles? Yeah, I'm going Barkley. I, I hope he keeps it up. I hope the Giants keep it up. Um, love watching this guy actually perform. Um, I agree. I just ch- I'll chime in. I agree. I think sure. it's just good to see him pre back to pre injury form. That's good to see. Yeah. And spent the cuts look good, and it's it's why, especially considering that every other running back, it's really a down year for the running backs. Very much um, yeah. across like, the board, yeah. And even Eckler was pretty awful the first three weeks. Like he's just blown up like these last two against. I mean Houston. I mean everybody looks good against, and I forget who they just beat. Not Jacksonville. Fair. <laughs> I forget who this. I forget who they just beat this weekend. Um, who? Who are you talking about? The, char- the, oh, the Browns? Chargers the char- beat the Browns. Did it beat the Browns? Just, yeah, bar- he- just barely beat them. They they pulled the Chargers. They take a l- big lead and they almost uh, lose again. But they won. I mean that 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 uh, that vaunted defense they got, Ted. I mean, whew, uh, well, Char- look I out, mean, Chargers D. Lot lot of injuries there and just <laughs> underperforming. But um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. And and you're right. I think you you might have mentioned the statter. I don't know what the full stat is, but running backs in general. You're not seeing the dominant 20, 25 carry guys anymore. You're seeing a lot of committees. Uh, there's only like three or four running backs that are even getting about 17 to 20 carries a game. There's very few. So, and league-wide, uh, just in general, running back, you know, touchdowns, res- rushing yards are just down. Yeah. Lowest number since like 1999, I think, is the stat I saw. Yeah, and we're also seeing a lot of asshole coaches use the wrong running backs. So Right. 
until they we're, actually. We're seeing do a lot it. of crazy coaching, which we can get to that eventually. Yeah, but, yeah. So we'll get we'll get to that. But now we're gonna let the coolest coolest woman on Birmingham take us into our next topic. <laughs> Forty-five years old today. Forty-five years old and still breaking hearts, eh? Yeah. So Polly. Polly Gray. Polly. Oh, good Aunt Polly. God rest your soul. Rest in peace, Polly. Rest rest in peace. Speaking of 45 years old, (laughs) Tom Brady. (laughs) We talked about him. We talked. (laughs) (laughs) All is relevant. He's old. He's he's old, and he's definitely breaking a lot of hearts in the league and at home. So he's a man. He's Jay. Why don't you Why don't you take us into the status of Tom Brady, who we we talked about in the first week? Um, you know what? I I wish I I thought long and hard about this. I wish I could come up with some kind of relevant, you know, some some kind of otherworldly, like intellectual thought about Tom Brady. Um, you know what? They're they're three and two. Uh, Brady, he's leading the league in completions, oddly enough. Uh, there's Leonard Fournette has a game here or there. All of the r- receiving options are injured. They're slowly coming back. And, like, I, I kind of thought that, you know, they. I think I had them tied for the last spot and actually on the outside looking in, which might end up happening. But, like, I, they just – the man just – he's just there. He's still there. Like, I don't – I, I, like I said, I wish I could say something a little more intelligent other than I, I I expected them with all the injuries and all the drama to be like more like two and three at this point. But here here they are. He I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about him, him or hims or anything like that. But uh, Teddy, would, I don't know. Help me well, out here. This Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say this take right here is an intellectual take, but. Uh, maybe what you're trying to say is, to me, it seems like when I watch him play, it's like he doesn't have that same joy and passion that we've grown accustomed to seeing Tom Brady play with. And and that probably obviously has a lot to do with what's going on in his personal life. Uh, it You know, he had the, that 11-day absence in training camp. Uh, no other quarterback or team is doing that. We all know it's Tom Brady, but still. Um, he's just, to me, you know, even at he's the He's got Antonio Brown living in his basement. Right. Even in the press conferences, he does not seem happy to be there. The the normal, you know, excitement that you see from Tom Brady on the field. So maybe it's it's he's not playing with the same passion or the same joy yeah, that we're we're normally used I, to seeing. And, and I get that, Teddy. But the thing of it is, they're three and two with the winning record with right. all with all of these injuries to the line to the pass. Catchers. And that's because yeah, and that's this because past, Ted, this past week he goes thirty five of fifty two. For right. three three hundred fifty one yards and a touchdown, he dumps it off to Fournette ten times. Yeah, like, like, like the, the train rolls on. Like I don't. It's I don't, it's I just don't basically it. yeah. It's it's just basically they're a talented team. They're gonna. We all expected them coming into. They're by default. They're the best team in that division. It's yeah. Tom Brady. Same thing's gonna happen. So it just something seems to be missing with him. I really think this is the final year for him. Obviously, and then you know here, the, here they are the, going into their bye. You ready, Ted? Right. At, at Steelers, at Panthers, home versus Ravens, home versus Rams, home versus Seahawks, and then the bye. So oh, like, winnable games right there. Yeah. yeah. Like, so they'll be just fine. It's just that 
it's, it's, it, the thing with Tom Brady is he just it, it, he doesn't seem like he's the same guy we've seen in the past. Not not that it's a detriment to the team or, or him as a player on the field. It's just that I think everything's you finally can tell caught his up to him. Personality's different. Yeah, his personality's different. It's all caught up to him. He's looking tired in the press conferences. This might be the end for him as far as you know calling it a career. And it's just like something's something's missing from him. And I mean, and, to be uh, fair, if know. like if all you did was eat like pistachio uh, or, <laughs> what, or av- avocado ice cream all day and, right. and look like you're like starving yourself, you, you don't. We all we'd all probably be pretty miserable. When he today. retires, he's gonna go on a bender, man. He's gonna eat all, all the. Tr- like the guy, the guy looks like he's like intermediate fasting for twenty hours a day at this point. Yeah, no, it's, pretty, it's it's pretty crazy. He, he's gonna he's gonna just keep thinning out and have like you know bony cheeks and yeah. go like walk the runway or something and like in like fashion and this is exactly what fresh. i said in in the preview show i was not looking forward to hearing about the the, the, <laughs> the, the outside life of tom brady and giselle like this is all we're going to hear about they got divorce lawyers and all that but let's see what happens with brady as the season goes on obviously the bucks are a talented team They'll, they're going to be in the mix so uh yeah seven fifth or 14 Excuse me. 1,400 yards, uh, 96 quarterback rating, which I think is probably the most one of the most overrated stats. Uh, I, I hate the QBR stat. I still don't even know how they kind of come up with that and uh, all the formula. Seven touchdowns, and even keep, but the biggest key, only one interception. So the guy, you know, that's one of the reasons why they are winning like these close games. Like the guy just doesn't turn the football over. Like he's still still taking care of the ball, still winning the turnover battle. Um, time. Time just keeps matching, marching on for. Uh, yeah, Josh for, Allen for at one thousand six hundred pass yards, Herbert at one thousand four hundred seventy-eight, and then Tom Brady at fourteen hundred and couple. Nuts. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, and on the other end of the spectrum, we're gonna let Inspector Campbell talk, lead us into another guy. And my ghost, Mister Shelby. Apologies for the TikTok video. That was the only clip available from that scene. <laughs> what, what, what did it say? <laughs> what, is, what scene is that? What is it that? was like, so the, sorry, I, I literally searched for this thing all over and couldn't hunt it down. But somehow some random girl had it on TikTok with this corny-ass music in the back. Men like us, Mr. Shelby, will always be alone. And to have people around us we love, we'll have to pay for it. And if anybody would fit under that bill, it's our favorite, or my least favorite cheesehead, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> guy just nobody likes him. He's just a lone wolf. He wanted all that money, and so to get all that money, he gave up his his best friend Devonte Adams, and now he's he's paying for it a little bit. So thoughts, uh, Teddy? Thoughts on Aaron Rodgers through five yeah. weeks? Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, uh, th- that was one of the things I brought up in the preview that. Uh, Who's going to look better? These quarterbacks that switch places, or the, these these receivers that went to different locations? And for early on, I mean, Rodgers without Devontae Adams, he's looking kind of human. He's waiting to see. He's clearly getting frustrated as these rookie receivers are trying to develop. He's, he's got the connection with Alan Lazard, but really nobody has really stepped up. I mean, this this loss to the Giants was pretty pretty eye opening if if you look at it. I I mean. Uh, the running game couldn't really get going. You have two really talented running backs, but nothing you could get nothing going with those guys. And, um, I mean, 
This is uh, what you get with Rodgers. I mean, you get the flashes of his previous greatness that we used to see in his MVP years mixed with some head-scratching frustration and the typical drama moodiness that he brings to playing quarterback and just in general, uh, you know, one day he's talking about, hey, I'm playing another four years. The next day he's saying, oh, it all hinges on uh, if Romeo Dobbs develops into, like, a, a number one receiver. I mean, come on, man. Make up your mind. Uh, I would not be surprised if, if the Packers don't have a successful year this year, meaning they don't get to a Super Bowl or anything like that, that, you know, he really might consider hanging it up because there's really – what other talent is on this team that uh, you could look Didn't to and he say, he sign hey, a two-year deal, though, at $50 million per year? He did. He's got a, he's got a two year deal, so maybe he'll play it out and call it a career. Who knows? But to me, uh, this is what happens when you lose your number one receiver. I mean, clearly Rodgers is missing him. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, they they came into the year they wanted to be a, a more run heavy team, and like their running backs have shown flashes, but I don't think that they. I think they wanted to be more like Cleveland, where like we're gonna get both of our running backs going and. I don't know they've had one game yet where they had both running backs going. Um, they haven't. But to your point about Rodgers kind of looking a little bit more human, and, you know, we don't really talk a lot about fantasy, but Aaron Rodgers on the season has three more fantasy points than Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. That right? says it all. Think about that. It says that it all. That says it all. Um, and – Trevor Lawrence has four more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers. That's just, it's just nuts. Um, so yeah, I mean, here we are. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're you're asking your receiving core is a bunch of threes and fours that you're asking to be ones and twos. Um, you know, Tunyon is a guy that okay, whatever. I don't know. Uh, and. You, you, again, you need to get this running game going. You, the whole, your whole thing was getting this running game going, and it's okay. It's doing well, but it's not dominating. And so he's being asked to continue to do all of this extra Aaron Rodgers stuff, but you know, you, he, there's no Devonte Adams out there to force it to. So, hence what what we what we see. Um, you know, it's just them at the end of the game out in friggin' Tottenham, and he's just getting balls batted down at the line left and right. So, yeah, uh, I mean, their their two best skill guys play the same position, so it's hard to get them on the field at the same time. With Jones and Dylan, that's yeah. true. Right. I mean, I mean, I know, I don't mean. I think we're downplaying Lazard. Like, I think Lazard is better than we're probably giving him credit for. I mean, he's not Devontae I do, Adams. I don't. But, but he's he's Randall Cobb was his top target in the last game. I mean, is he forty five years old? How old is Rob Randall Cobb? I mean, this is what uh, happens he, when he, he also probably could have fit into the last uh, segment. Right. Though. Yeah, he's old. As right. Shit. I mean, I mean, this is what happens when Randall Cobb is your number one receiver. Um, losing Devontae Adams is is bigger. Then a lot of people might have let on. Rogers trying to play it off like, hey, Randall it's no Cobb big deal. Randall Cobb is 32. Okay, so he's, you know, definitely in the back nine, heading to the back nine, uh, you know. So yep. we'll see what happens with Rogers uh, going forward here. Yeah, and I mean, one of the one of the big things with him has always been his touchdown to uh, right. interception ratio. The last, or in, two, in 2020, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions on the season. Last year, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions on the season. This year, already three interceptions 
and eight touchdowns. So yeah, and uh, if you go, if you go back and look at his like last four seasons, he's always had on like five ints or less. It, it's crazy, you know how how good he's been with that. And you're right, like you said, he's got three already. We're five games into the season. Yeah, I mean he's been, yeah, they've been a little. I mean they just and they just lost to the Giants who you know I mean the Giants are playing a lot better, um, but like you can't lose that game. Um, and that's one of your, nope. I think they were, that's one of their home games too, right? That was a home game. It, yeah, it, it was. Um, I was going to yeah. save it for the other pod, but I'll say it in both spots. I, <laughs> I called. So after failing the previous London game, I, I called a bar in green Bay. Oh, during, I can't wait to hear this during the game, but they didn't, they didn't even answer. So I was just like, well, I guess I got my answer. Like, you, you know why there, there's a, because green Bay is owned publicly, I think that's a whole thing in Wisconsin that nobody works on on pack on Sundays. I'm when the Packers play, whatever yeah, day it is. It's a bar. It's a bar right next to the stadium, though. Uh, uh, good, good point. But I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that nobody, no businesses are going. Everybody's at home watching the Packers, either at at the stadium or at home watching the Packers. All right. Well, I don't know. I I, I might honestly try and call them back again. But I hope I you keep know. doing this because that that's an awesome thing that you're trying to do there. I really hope at one of these international games you get you get through to somebody. Yeah, me too. All right, all right. So there's Aaron Rodgers. What, Everybody, which Shelby we dealing with next? Ha! Huh, one of the best Shelbys. Uh, you know, every year, every year there's that team that just kind of comes out of nowhere and. We're like, wow, things really escalated quickly. This place is under new management. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Arthur, you silly guy, you. That's my guy right there. Uh, That was season two. I believe, okay. yeah, I believe that was season two. That's the classic me. I, that's that gif that I always use, man. He, that's my favorite show. Arthur Shelby's my favorite character in the show. Arguably the one of the best five, like, shot scenes in TV over Definitely. the last decade. Uh, that whole that whole club where they take over, uh, I forget the Italians in season one. Um, but when they take over his, take over his club. Uh, it was just so cool. They just go in there and just shoot them up, and it's just great. Um, but yeah, new kids on the block just taking over the league. I, I, you know, I'm gonna kick it off. It's got to be the Eagles. Like I don't, I don't really think there's any other team that even kind of fits this. Uh, they're five and zero. They've been pretty. I won't say dominant, but they've been pretty stout both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, offensively, you know, they're they can you know, the line is great. Uh, they've got a couple, a couple injuries here the last two weeks, um, which are, you know, are a little concerning, but they're able to run the ball. Even when the running backs can't run the ball, Jalen hurts basically is a running back as well. Like to Teddy's point, he's got six rushing touchdowns on the year. Uh, I mean, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard are just tremendous. Now those three weapons and Goddard well, since, since, since getting rid of Ertz or trading, I shouldn't say get rid of more respect for my man, Zach Ertz like that, but since trading Zach Ertz last year and Goddard just getting, you know, getting the, um, getting the snaps and being the primary tight end. He's, he's quietly, maybe not quietly. Uh, he might be the second best tight end in football right now. I don't know if you have that Ted stat, but I think, uh, I don't Who, think I'm Zach Ertz. No, Goddard. Goddard. Uh, no, he's, 
Uh, I think it's got to be Kelsey and Andrews as your top two. And oh, after Andrews, that, it's yeah, that's fair. It's kind of wide open. What, I mean, what do you want? To, what do you want to know in terms of? Uh, I just, I just yardage? over. I mean, overall yardage, touchdowns, like where he he's, is. Like, he's definitely in the top five or six. He's I third think. in yards. There you uh, go. Three hundred thirty-five. He only has one touchdown compared oh, okay. to the other guy. Ah, that's right. He got a couple called back because of the uh, illegal guys downfield, which I hate right. that penalty. Um, he's had a really good season though. He's yeah, he's been great, catches. and uh, you know he's been a good safety valve once teams start loading up on AJ Brown and and, Deva- and Devonta. Like he's just there and he's he's catching balls. Yeah. Fourth, um, fourth and catches. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah. Yes, we can hear yep. you. Okay. Yep. And and, and I mean defensively, fantasy, man. Yeah, like defensively, like Darius all day slice lay. Uh and that defense, I mean, I think they're I think they're fourth after week five. They're ranked fourth in the NFL. I I, I never know which metrics anyone goes by, but um right. per, per well, the NFL, I think I know, the, you, you asked me the, the metrics on Goddard and I tried to get him out and you just kept talking over me. <laughs> there. How about that? You got him. You say you said he's you said he's third in yards, he's got one touchdown. What do you mean? You just gave him to me. <laughs> I listened to you. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I, mean, I, I had the receptions. I had the fantasy points. Oh, I I'm so, oh, I didn't. I didn't hear you say that. What's his? Go ahead. Where, where is he? Yeah, there? you know why you didn't? Because I was trying to spit it out, and you just kept going. It doesn't matter. It's over. It's over. Keep talking about. They're slay, tagged. Slay. He's tagged. He's tagged. Slay, slay. He's talking slay, about slay, slay whatever, the, whatever the frig you're saying. Slay all day. Slay all day, day. Uh, and a one horse open slay. He's tagged, Jordan. He's tagged. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the D, I think they're ranked fourth. Uh, I think they were ranked second before the Cardinals game, where the Cardinals just racked up a ton. I think I hate when yards get in, into these these uh, rankings because, like, well, it's part you know, of a defense. Well, I mean, like when you're playing garbage time, like you just let teams get yards because, like, you're playing prevent defense. That's true. So, but anyway. Um, uh, the defense has just been great. Like they've gotten, you know, whether whether it's you know, uh, the sacks, the defensive line, um, the secondary, uh, they're just a complete package right now. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if they can kind of maintain this. Um, hey, can big I match up with? The, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said big matchup with the Cowboys on on Sunday night. Um, but yeah, so far I think I mean the Eagle for a team that was they made the playoffs last year, but like you know they. They went on a run at the end. Play, you know, they played a uh, they played a lot of average teams like that were middling around, you know, that were below five hundred. Um, but uh, listen, they got in. You know, the 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 Bucks, uh, pre- you know, beat the beat them pretty good. Uh, thanks to Mr. Jalen missing a ton of throws, but uh, they're here, man. Uh, trust the process. It, trust the process. Trust the process. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles are uh, they're they're taking over Birmingham right now. And just to piggyback on that, um, look at the next couple games. Uh, like you said, Dallas is Sunday night. That's a huge one because uh, Dallas is at four and one. So well, and not only they're four and one, their quarterbacks never lost the game. Cooper Rush and Rush we trust. But uh, after that game, look at this: Steelers, Texans, Washington, Houston, yep. and uh, that's all coming after a bye. Are we looking at worst case scenario nine and one? Potentially, if you beat the beat Dallas this week, ten and zero. I mean, is this a realistic? This, possibility? I mean, this this past week with the Cardinals was the game I thought they'd lose because like okay. you know because they have like the Cardinals have ta- like there's talent there. Like I know this whole thing with Kyler and we joked about it in the fir- the uh, the uh, the oh, preview pod about Cardinals for you. <laughs> about his homework. But I mean, they do have talent. Like they can score. They've won some late games. Uh, but so I right. and it was on the road, even though there were more <clears throat> Eagles fans there than Cardinal fans. But right. I, I thought that was the game they would trip up on. They almost did. They almost did, but they, uh, you know, they found they found a way to win. 
So, so, so we're looking at a potential nine and one squad come uh, week ten, week eleven, which is crazy. Could be. Although now the NFC, the NFC East, which is if you go by record, it is the best division in football right now, which is it hilarious because it's been the worst division of football for the last six years. You know the the division games that you know were gimmies with the Commanders and the Giants don't really look that way anymore. So, so we'll see. Well, for the Commanders uh, at least. This is the way Fair. I was going to take this. You said with, you know, under new management, new kids on the block, that kind of thing. Um, take it any way you want, bro. I mean, the Giants four and one. I know you said Philly Giants four and one. Cooper Rush, like, yeah, how, buddy. How, how about that? I mean, that, give him he, some he, love. He basically He's... did the the Walter Shelby or the Walt the uh, um, uh, Arthur Shelby down there. He's basically just ripped the mic straight off a of deck and said. By order of the <laughs> well, I, well, I was gonna say he's 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 like he's Polly's long lost kid Michael who's trying to take over the 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 family business now. Uh, and then also hat tip to both the Jets and the Dolphins, um, both three and two. I mean the Dolphins were looking scary before Tua got injured. Yeah. Um, you know they've they've stumbled since, and the Jets are slowly building here, slowly building more than uh, the the. Uh, bulge in Zach Wilson's pants at his mom, mom's book club, <laughs> or when he saw Giselle's on the market. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, she's I was, not, I my, not, my, not my cup of tea. Than bulge, I'll leave it at that. I, not my cup of tea. Yeah, I, I was looking for something a little more witty than bulge, but I, I, I was stumbling. <laughs> you yeah, just and went I don't to care. the gutter. You and, went and straight and to I've, the gutter. I've gotten in some heated arguments on this. If I'm the Cowboys, that guy plays until they lose. Like, if he comes, I don't, I don't, and maybe, maybe, maybe it won't matter. Or, but like, you, you've, you've been able to avoid typical Dallas Cowboy distractions because even if the Cowboys aren't good, the Cowboys are always going to be a topic because they get clicks, right? Knicks for clicks, Cowboys for something. Think of, yeah, whatever. Um, like if, if, if they, if they bring Dak back with Cooper Rush not losing a game, and Dak loses the first game he comes back. It will be non-stopped in the media everywhere. Is there, Especially it, by it, Stephen A. Smith. It, it, yeah, and it does, that's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't matter who, who makes more money. And obviously Dak is more talented than Cooper Rush. Obviously. it's not the question. But that talk is going to happen because Dak looked horrendous week one. And I know it's week one. He looked absolutely horrendous. And Cooper Rush has at least gotten, like, CD Lane. He's gotten guys going. McCarthy's still an asshole and doesn't want to use his two best players in Zeke. And, well, I don't even know if Pollard's good. He's trash. But anyway, like, I'm not I'm not taking Cooper Rush. I'm 4-1. Like, I'm not pulling Rush until I lose a game. Like, that's me. I'm avoiding any distractions and any issues with my team that I don't need unnecessarily. And to me that like, why, why do it? Like just keep giving and let Zach get as much time or get, let Dak get as much time to get healthy as possible. That's my, that's my two cents on that, on that situation. I, I, I you, Teddy and our other buddy keep telling me I'm out of my mind that like they should. No, do that. I, like, uh, no, that's fair. Um, I lean more towards the middle. Listen, Ke- the big KL is a Cowboys fan. He's the one that says you go back to Dak. You're adamant. You stick with Rush. I'm somewhere in the middle. I could see why you'd want to stick with Rush. You made some really good points there. Um, I got to agree with you. Just until you lose. Like, not the whole squad. Unless they go undefeated. And and what what bad can come from getting Dak even more healthy for later in the season? So, I'm I'm, uh, somewhere in the middle there. And it's all well said. Good points. Um, 
Can I can I uh, say my team? Yeah, yeah, go, go, do it. Well, uh, I'm, I, I took it more kind of how Jordan did, and Jordan did met, briefly touch on him. You guys both did. Uh, the, so the New York Giants. Uh, this is gonna shout out to the Big Blue Crew. We'll give them some Big love because I know because I know in the preview we we weren't taking too kindly to the Giants, but listen, the Giants already they weren't this... they weren't taking too kindly to their Giants in the preview show either, Ted. It's okay. Right. Uh, listen. They have beaten last year's top seeds. They beat the Titans and the Packers, both number one seeds last year. Uh, they're a team to now be – got to take them seriously. And uh, after a game like that against the Packers, you can say that they're, they're going to be alive in any game that they play. And I think a big reason is, is the coaching, Brian Dabble. He's yeah. a competent, good coach, much better than, the, than they've, what they've had for the last couple of regimes. With uh, Judge and uh, McAdoo and uh, Shermer, those guys had were kind of clueless out there. What's Dabble, his name? Pat Shermer, Dave is. I thought Dabble, it was Dave. Brian, Dabble? Brian, yeah. Dabble? Well, yeah, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Duvall, Brian Dabble, isn't it Dabble, I think it's spelled Duvall, isn't it? D a v o l. No, it's D a b b o l. Is it D a b? Is it D a b? Yeah, Dable or Dabble, whatever it is. I think it's. I think you're right, Jordan's Dable. Uh, he's coming. Yep. He's coming from a successful program in the Buffalo Bills. Right. Daniel J- Daniel Jones doing just enough to uh, not, you know, no. to limit turnovers. The, the story on him was that he turned the ball over too much. He's not doing that. Obviously, we mentioned Saquon Barkley. He's healthy, and the defense. The defense is playing like a top ten unit, and uh, you know this is all being done without really any wide receivers. I mean, all their guys have been hurt. I mean, Wandale Robinson, Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, those guys haven't even been on the field. I mean, Kenny Galladay doesn't even want to be on the field. So we have to kind of recalibrate when we talk about the Giants. These guys are not an automatic win anymore. And uh, they're right there in the division with Dallas and Philly. They're only a game back. So – when these teams play each other, I mean, this is going to be a big deal. I mean, I mean, they they potentially gain, you know, they they either regardless if they win or not this week. I think they play the Ravens. They know, play the they, Ravens, and, that, and yeah, that's a winnable the, game. Yeah, that's a winnable game. But like somebody somebody in the NFC East is losing on Sunday night, so that they're competing right. with. So like so they're not even if they were to lose to the Ravens, you know, they're not that far behind. No, it's it's an it's teams. a it's an out of conference game, so it won't hurt them too yeah. much. But this is a golden opportunity. That you know one of these teams are going to drop a game and you have a chance to uh, move up in yeah, the rankings. Yeah, move up. Yeah, and I mean the, Ra- the, Ra- the Ravens haven't looked uh, unbeatable this year. No, so. defensively they haven't looked good, and the Giants have the defense to uh, limit Lamar Jackson. So it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. I so. um, two things. One, on the whole Dak Prescott, I, 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 for me, I keep it simple. You go with your starter and your best player whenever the or they're healthy All whenever right. whenever that is. Fair. You know, just just cutting all other all other side stuff aside, just cutting all that out of it. You just you play your best players when they're healthy. That's kind of where I land. Um, and this whole day bowl thing. So I I I I pull it up on Wiki, right? <laughs> it, it, so the pronunciation is lowercase D, lowercase E, capital I, lowercase B, upside down E and L. <laughs> So like, okay, Dable, that's, that's helpful. Dable, <laughs> da- yeah, Dable. So you were throwing think- upside down e at me. Like what? What is that? <laughs> oh Eddie. man, we don't know what that is. It's wild, yeah. wild times, boys. Wild times. All right. Any more peakies? Oh, we're not done yet. It's all right. This was going to be quick, but we're not making it quick. We got a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, boys, boys. Give it to me. Jesus Christ. 
Christ Alfie, he tied his fucking lace, I saw him. Look, he planted a grenade, I know he did. Alfie, it's Tommy fucking Shelby. As Alfie Sa- Salomons would say, you're acting like a fucking child. Ah, boys, boys, boys. Underperforming, immature teams, players, coaches. J.O., let's start with you, my man. I I hope all three of us have the same. But go ahead, you start. Oh, uh, I, I wasn't ready. But um, I, what I'll say is... um. I think number one is not there anymore, but the Panthers, Matt Rule, that's that's been bad. Um, but now he's going to get paid to just chill at home. Um, eight hundred is it? I think it's eight hundred forty-eight thousand dollars a week. Must be month, nice. Something crazy. Yeah, here's seventeen million dollars to go home. Yeah, um, this is just people underperforming. Under whatever, underperforming, immaturity, just. Acting like a fucking child. This is a man's world, and you ain't acting like it in the NFL, Jordan. Um, I, I'm gonna okay, so I'm gonna go a l- a little bit off of that, and not immature in an emotional sense, but immature in a professional sense. Justin Fields, absolute <laughs> train wreck. Oh, so and, bad. Like so bad. Now he he's he's played okay the past couple games, but like. The guy can't even – he can't even play the quarterback position. He just looks so bad. Um, he look he looks like a child out there in a man's world. That, <laughs> that, that's for sure. Um, uh, I don't know. Who, who are you going to say? The entire – though I think that the big, the big thing about our preview show was the amount of times I went with their slogan. <laughs> the entire Broncos oh, organization – Let's ride Let's Broncos ride. country. The coach. I don't remember his name because nobody Nathaniel wants to say he's so bad. He the can't coach. Hack it. Nathaniel, he can't hack it. The GM that traded 27 draft picks and paid Russell Wilson $8 billion for the next five years. Russell Wilson, who was my, my in the, in our preview show, um, <laughs> do or die. I was the guy who was like, hey, all you let's Russ cook guys, maybe Russ just can't cook. <laughs> maybe he ain't the guy. Maybe it, with all this talent, like, he probably needs the ball out in uh, in Denver. Uh, Russell Wilson, everybody, my God, what a train wreck that situation is. You have a coach who, opening night, opted to kill, basically waste 60 seconds and kick a 65-yard field goal versus going for it on a fourth and five with Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson had played so bad, so bad in that game that he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let my dude kick 65 yards in the wind instead of letting the three, the 300 million dollar quarterback uh, go for it." Here, you have a coach, uh, the, the coach who's he's got a running, he sorry, he had a running back who was averaging nine yards a carry every time he touched the ball, he was getting nine yards, and yet he just kept giving the ball. To that freaking Melvin Gordon who fumbles every 
game, every game, Melvin Gordon fumbles, and he's like, nah, you know what? I got Javante Williams. This guy's a beast. This is this is like Willard. This is like Willard not running the offense through Angel Delgado, and then friggin', um, you know, five months later, well, you know, I was saving him for this potential matchup with Kansas in the second round of the NCAA tournament. What are you saving Javante Williams for? The guy's a beast. Oh, my God. And then Russell Wilson, like, he just, did they go to OTAs? Did they do anything? This, like, I they keep making excuses no. about, oh, it's a new offense, a new teammate. Jerry Judy's just one of, the, one of the best route runners in the NFL. Sutton's a monster. Like, they have tight ends. They've got running backs that can catch. And he just keeps throwing the ball 30 yards down or 30 to 40, 50 yards downfield trying to get pass interference calls. Oh, my God. Grow up and be men. It's a men's world. Take your damn subway aprons off and go sit in the corner until you want to play like men. Sounds personal, man. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Well, Let's well, ride. Me, I'll throw in some things in there because I, I had them written down for uh, – I had a player written down, which was Russ, but I'll throw in a couple things here. Uh, when you say you, – you mentioned immaturity. Here's a sure sign. Conveniently, this past weekend, it comes out that he's supposed, supposedly been playing – with an injured lat, shoulder, whatever. Oh, because he's call a baby. It. Yeah, he Since after yeah. So, so conveniently that it comes out that he just had one of the poorest games of his career. That uh, you know he's overthrown guys. He doesn't look like the same player. So, in a way, I want to say, you know what? If that's true, okay, that gives me a reason to think, okay, this is why he's been so horrific. But I'm not ready to give him a pass because if you watch the Seattle Seahawks the last two seasons. They try to give him a chance to quote-unquote cook, and their offense was putrid. Since they got rid of him, Geno Smith has actually made that offense look better than Russ did. So the cracks were showing the final two years in Seattle. Uh, maybe Pete Carroll was on to something when they let him go. Um, you know, he's no longer able to be that guy that can scramble, extend the play, and get the miracle pass down, down the field to a Tyler Lockett or to a DK. And that's a big thing, too. I think... He had better receivers. As great as Judy and Sutton are, I think DK and Lockett were much more talented. So, um, But you, like you said, he's got a lot of talent on this team. You mix that with the poor coaching of Nathaniel Hackett, it's just a recipe for disaster. It's, it's yeah. a lot of ineptitude, and it's bad football. And I don't think it's something you could, uh, you know, you could just fix overnight. So. Yeah, and I don't want to. And I don't want to hear. About and they injury. get every prime time game. Oh too. my so god, they're on prime time every week. Yeah. And I don't want to hear about injuries. Kobe Bryant once woke up at 4 a.m., ran 600 miles, <laughs> fought a grizzly bear, and then played in the NBA Finals. I knew you were going to try to sneak and then And then played in the NBA Finals that night. I don't want to hear about, oh, I gotta, I've got a hurt rotator cuff. Oh, because my Subway commercial, I had to keep holding that hoagie. Get out of here, Russ. Well said, uh, well said. Okay. All right. Speaking, speaking of Brock. Well, can I say my? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a good transition, but go ahead. You keep doing your thing. Yeah, well, no, uh, th th your, yours was the whole Denver Broncos, so I'm just going to bypass that. I'll, I'll mention this coach. As, uh, you know, Drew, uh, Jordan, you said Matt Rule, he got fired. He was on the hot seat. Here's the, here's the guy who's on the hot seat now, in my opinion. Cliff Kingsbury down in Arizona. Uh, it seems like the pro game is kind of catching up to him. He, you know, he's a former college coach. Uh, the last couple years, they start out hot. They fade away. Kyler, he had that clause in his contract they had to take out because – this guy sitting here playing video games. You want to talk about immaturity. You watch Kyler Murray run around the football field and the mistakes he makes. That's a guy who doesn't prepare, doesn't watch film. I mean, well, I mean this clear. past week, he, 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 he slides short of the first down right. and then, uh, and then right. spikes the ball. 
<laughs> right, and, and, and exactly. That clears day, Kingsbury was livid on the sideline. So, uh, you know, let's see if DeAndre Hopkins coming back next week gives him a lift. I, I highly doubt it. But uh, to if, me, if I have to see him run out of bounds behind right. the line of scrimmage, one more, throw the ball away. Throw it away. And you get away. an automatic two yards back. And, like, and, someone, and someone, really someone, needs to, someone needs to get Brian Cranston in character behind him, screaming in the van. <laughs> Bro, throw it away! Don't run out of bounds! Throw it away! You're allowed to I, throw it away! If coaches were allowed to continue to speak into a QB's helmet after 15 seconds, that might uh. be the case. But unfortunately, you know, this is a GM that uh, took a risk uh, on Cliff and Kyler, signed him to long-term extensions after firing a, a coach and a QB after one year. So now he's stuck with them, and Kingsbury, to me, is the next guy in the hot seat. So that's a guy who's underperforming right there. That team, that quarterback, that coach as a whole. Yeah. I have more of those, but let's just keep going. They'll All right. Well, we're going to pretend like we just finished talking about the Broncos, which are kind of like horses. And speaking of horses. Perhaps it's a list of men who can fall soaked to the pool. The only difference between you and me, Freddy, is that sometimes my horses stand the chance of winning. Oh, is there anything better than Killian Murphy? Just, just talking quietly and intimidating at the same time. Guy, he's so beautiful. good, he's so, so beautiful. Good. So, speaking of horses that stand a chance of possibly winning, so we got a couple, couple of teams here who we've talked about: the New York Giants, the New York Jets, Falcons are dabbling in there. Ted, bang bang Niner game. Think, think, things looked bleak. Now they look like they're on the upswing the since they made the change. Which 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 team here that you know we thought would probably be down in the dumps that's had a little bit of run here? Who and we'll make this one quick. Who do we think is a legit legit has a chance of taking that last wild card spot in the playoffs? Oh yeah. Bang bang. Not a gang. Oh yeah. Bang, bang, bang. I had to do that quick. Okay, uh, I didn't really prep for that one, but uh, it, I mean, we didn't. I don't know if we really thought the Niners were going to be down in the dumps. We were. It was really hinging on. It looked. Dark, it looked dark when Trey when Trey Lance, who yeah. was the st- who was who right. was, was pegged to Trey be the starter, Lance. basically lost his foot. Right, he was pegged to be the starter. You know, he he got hurt. Unfortunately, it's a, it, it was a sad sight. But there's yeah. a reason Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, the, the Niners kind of lucked out. I'm going to say this. Listen, for all the. Uh, love that Lynch and Shanahan get for being supposed geniuses. They kind of lucked out here because Jimmy decided, you know what, nobody wanted to sign him after that shoulder surgery. He took a pay cut to stay stay on board, saying, hey, I'll be out of here next year. He takes over. The transition has been seamless, save for that one boneheaded play where he stepped out of bounds uh, on the safety against Denver. I still don't know how they lost to that team, but they've looked great. Jimmy just had one of his best games uh, of his career this past week. I mean, they, they looked really good. Things are running smooth. How about these defensive ranks? Points allowed, first. Yards per game, first. Yards per play, first. Rush yards per game, first. Pass touchdowns, first. Sacks, first. First downs allowed a game, first. That defense is ranked number sounds, one sounds overall. Sounds like you pretty much could have said they're first in every defensive it's statistical correct. category. I just want – that's what that, – yes, I, I want to point that out. That's very good. I want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> to make a point that this defense 
you know, is is playing at this at this level. They're a scary team when Garoppolo's firing on all cylinders with Debo, and and the run game is going. You know, it, it's Shanahan just coaching it up. You know, uh, putting Jimmy in good positions to win. And uh, you know, listen, they got hit with a couple injuries here. Bosa has a groin muscle. They lost their top cornerback to the to an ACL. So uh, curious to see what happens. You know, for these next couple games, but. Kudos to them for, I think, looking like a team that, once again, could have a nice d- deep postseason run, and it's all going to hinge on does Jimmy Garoppolo make that boneheaded play? Uh, you know, yeah. And does George Kittle move from left tackle back to tight back end to also? Back to tight end. Right, yeah. so. Great. Uh, I'm going to get crazy. I'm going to say the New York Jets, man. Mainly because, wow. bro, like, here's their schedule. This is their remaining schedule. Packers, who don't look great. Broncos, who look awful. Patriots, winnable. Bills, going to get slaughtered. Patriots, winnable. Bears, awful. Vikings, I, I mean, that's not a primetime game, so maybe Kirk Cousins up. in the up. air. Yeah, the Bears yeah, almost up in came the air. back on them. Bears like, yeah, Bills, Bills, slaughtered. Lions, winnable game. Jags, winnable game. Seahawks, winnable game. Dolphins winnable game. Like they've got a oh. lot of winnable games on Do their schedule. They have a lot of winnable games. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Like I, I think the Jet. I think bad. the Jet. What's that? It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying. I think the schedule might break right for the for like the talent and the way they're they're playing this year. Like they might squeak in there and get because a lot of these other divisions are good. Like the uh the North is, that's that's the Steelers right the North. Yes, sir. We kings of the north. Like that division, like I said, it's all, all those games are going to be rock fights, and they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. Like, I, like this this division stinks. And, and the like, west is the west is clearly clearly not as good as everyone. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, so. you know, the, but those but those other te- other outside the Chiefs, those other teams are like crappy. Like they're not great. Like they're going to probably split a bunch of games. Like the Jets could sneak in just based on their schedule. Hey, so. now that you pointed that out, pointed the schedule out, that's a very good point you made. Yeah. You made right what about there. what do you got, Jo? Um, so I, all right. So uh, how do I want to answer this? The Ravens are three and two. They're looking, they're looking like they have a chance to have a little bit of staying power They They do things that are maddening. Um, but somebody, like you said, somebody has to win the AFC North. Um, and then you mentioned the Vikings and I know they're four and one, so I don't know if they necessarily fit this category, but it's, that's the, Packers division to lose until otherwise uh, they were they were my division I love that they were my division pick and so I'm kind of saying that maybe the maybe the Vikings are here to I love it I think in the in the yeah in the NFC like if if Cousins can just be decent like I think it's the Niners the Eagles and the Vikings like I think they're the three I think they're the three teams to beat out there what yeah, about year, Dallas? What about Dallas? I don't, I don't think that. No, because then Dak's going to come back, and they're going to be a bunch of losers again. Like, so, so you think they're going to get worse with with Dak? I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, well, I feel like I feel like that team just needs a personnel change somewhere, and it's not just the coach. I, I, they they don't scare me. The thing right. the thing about it is they're average. They're going to listen. I I had Dallas making the playoffs, which I think they will do. I think they'll make the playoffs, and you know what they're going to do? They're going to underperform and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, gross. Okay. All right, last topic, last topic, and we got to hear the sweet, sweet, sweet melody of Killian Murphy. Let's let's end with the sweet, sweet voice of Killian Murphy. Listen to me. 
was so sick, he was in pain. The vet couldn't do anything, even girl, he couldn't do anything. I put him to sleep. And Arthur, tell my boy. And sometimes, death is a kindness. Sometimes, Tommy, you're right. Death is a kindness. Such great Sometimes we have players show. and teams, and fan for fan bases, it'd be better just to put them down out of their misery. Just shoot them, <laughs> take them out back, and just shoot them in the head. What happened to old Yeller, Dad? Uh, I'm going to kick it off because I probably have the biggest egg on my face outside of Jalen Hurts from our preview show. Uh, for the sake of all Los Angeles, Oakland, and Las Vegas fans... Just shoot and burn the entire Raiders franchise to the ground. Man, Goff won't like to hear that. Bro, they are. I, I, I'm doing this for his benefit. I, I Listen, listen. <laughs> Goff, Goff looks like he's 62 right now, okay? You know why? Because this because this team, this team, goes, for, this team goes for two. <laughs> they go for two <laughs> with three minutes left against the freaking Chiefs last night. Oh, my so God. Bad. Like... They they lose a they lose a two a two possession game in the last ten minutes against the freaking Cardinals. Hey man, but the analytics said that it made sense. Come on now. Oh my god, I just the I, analytics. I, I can't. But hey, they went they appear. You know what else? Well, we'll get to that in 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 what's next. But yeah, like the Raiders, man. Like I it they just they they just tickle your balls and then they just fucking bust them. Like just terrible. I feel bad for the Goaf man. Like it's just, it's no wonder he is how he is. Poor guy. He just, he had so much, he had so much energy on prom night because of all the built-up aggravation. He loves only, did. and he only likes melted cheese. I mean, come on. Oh uh, yeah, Teddy was not happy. Goaf, if you're listening, which I know you are, Teddy was not happy with your cheese uh, ridicule last last <laughs> week. But yeah, man, like it's just sad. They got all this talent, and they just, they just find new ways to blow games, and like. Last yeah. night they should have won. They they had two chances to win that game. Like they could have just kicked the field goal or kick kicked the extra point, play you know play defense and and just try to get the ball back. And then they they get the ball back and all they need to do is play for a field goal. Third and one. Josh Jacobs is running the ball down the Kansas City Chiefs' throats. Yeah, what what do you have? 150 rush yards. Go yeah, ahead. He, he had a really good night. Yeah. Third third and third and one. And they 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 throw the ball twice. Now, granted, you know Devonte Adams almost comes up with a spectacular catch, but like that's a ridiculous that's a ridiculous play to even make. You only need a field goal. Run the ball with Josh Jacobs. You have you have. There's over a minute. I think there was like a minute ten left. There was at least a minute left in the game. Run the ball with Jacobs. Get the first. You only need 15 more yards for a makeable field goal. Why are you throwing a 25-yard pass that's got to be a sideline, ridiculous, like tippy-toe catch for Devonta Adams anyway, which he didn't make, and then they lose the game. Oakland Raiders fans, I'm sorry. I I thought you guys were going to win the division and really compete this year. <sighs> I'm drinking to you tonight. Um, I have a question. Yes. So, are we doing a... Um... Like, like uh, gloating on on things we picked right later in this podcast. We're gonna next 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 segment. Do whatever we want. Okay. Um. Well, whatever. Um, I'm gonna save mine for that. But I will say, uh, put them down, Detroit Lions. Everybody, oh. everybody was riding. What's this coach's name? Dan Campbell. Everybody Dan was Campbell riding it. Riding this guy's Johnson. Oh my gosh, HBO! Oh my, look how cool he is. I'm like, okay, like, what did they do differently coming into this year than last year? Like, the answer is nothing. 
They score a bajillion points until they play a smart coach, and then they score zero. Uh, they find a way to lose every close game because that's what they do. And just the perpetual black hole of Detroit. Congratulations. Just put him down. Ted? I don't think I really had one for this, but um, I mean, this guys, was a, this was a last minute funsy one. You 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 guys made some really good points with both your picks there. Um, I'll just say because they're a division rival, I hate that they won the Super Bowl last year. The Rams, you got l- listen, Matt Stafford, the guy might end up on the IR before they're able to fix that O line if you keep allowing him to get sacked. He's been sacked twenty one times, tied with Matt Ryan for most in the NFL this year. He's only throwing the ball to one guy, and, uh, you know, there's no run game to take the pressure off him. The defense, you know, can only get you so far. Aaron Donald's still playing great, but uh, put the Rams down. I think it's the point of wow. no return. I think it's shoot the point him, of no shoot, return. Shoot him in the back of the head, the defending what? shoot. Shoot him, oh, shoot him bro. Flowers. That's <laughs> it. You down, got man. lucky that your Quisky Tart dropped an interception and, and, and you know, it, it still stings me to this day. So, uh, put them down. Still, Take out the Rams. The, putting them in the grave. Yeah. And my, my whole thing, let's just, let's just do it now, Ted. Let's get it let's out of the way. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Like, so here's my thing. Because, Ted, we, we had, like, the, uh, usually we have 120-plus text message fights. So you won't be <laughs> we, lonely. We, Teddy's, <laughs> Teddy's dropping the Rams off at the crossroads. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, hey, you know, we, oh, yeah, now this is happening. Kicking them yeah, off. Yeah, well, we usually have Kinda 120 like Black, text message off. fights about LeBron and Jordan and stuff to where J.O., like, comes back from actually working and goes, what are you guys <laughs> doing? I have 120 text messages? Ruining his battery. And this was, oh, this was so Teddy asked, Teddy, who I, which I thought was asking a real question and not a rhetorical question, is this like the end considering the Rams favorites? And I'm just kind of like, listen, they're two and three. I, I'd say no. Like, I, I still think the Rams, now I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I didn't think they were Super Bowl contenders coming into the year. But like, I still think the Rams have a chance to turn the season around and still make the playoffs. And I kind of used an example of like the Chiefs last year. Just like, listen, the Chiefs were, they were four and five. I think they were four and five. Like, they were three and five at one point. The line wasn't playing well. The defense, I, I forgot, one of the bigger reasons, too, was their defense was horrendous. They didn't have talent. They were playing terrible. Teams were scoring on them nonstop. Uh, but they couldn't run the ball. They lost CEH to the injury last year. And Mahomes was just turning, he was he was turning the ball over. He wasn't, he was, ba- he was basically Kyler Murray. Like, he was taking sacks he shouldn't be taking when he should be throwing the ball away. And, like... You know they had the bye week, and in typical Andy Reid fashion, he you know <clears throat> did, he did his he did his adjustments, and they went on a tear. Like they cleaned up the the def, the defense that wasn't talented, didn't have the talent. Like they got better. Like they you know Mahomes cleaned up his his turnovers. The line played better. Um, they at least tried to establish the run. So I'm like, listen, like I trust in McVay. I think McVay. I think McVay is an innovative coach. I think that he can find a way, uh, find a way to kind of scheme around some of their deficiencies, like the run game. Like they can, you know, run the ball, to, run the try to run the ball to the outside more instead of going straight up the middle and get one of these guys going. If if Cam, stop trying to make Cam Akers your guy. Like if Henderson's the better running back, then just use 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 Henderson. And like, listen, and you can, and we can go on and on about Matthew Stafford, and because you also said Ted, you were like, guys only got one weapon. He he's just not throwing the ball to Allen. Like, I, how many clips do we have to see from fantasy football owners that are pissed? Where Allen Robinson is actually like open on plays, 
But, like, Stafford is just staring down Cup. So, to say he doesn't have any other weapons, like, Higby is a really good tight end. Like, he has weapons. He's just force-feeding Cooper Cup the way he was force the way he was force yes, force Ben Skoranek, right now Ben Skoranek has more targets than Allen Robertson. I mean, yeah, is that and that's good, like, and, is that and, good? And, no, but and Robinson's open. Like it's not like Robinson, Robinson's not getting. So open. are we like, are we also underestimating how much Odell Beckham and Robert Woods meant to this offense? I agree. Those are those are good. Like, those are yeah, hundred okay. percent. Trust me. I you don't have to talk to me about Odell Beckham right. Jr. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe we underestimated him. Because but that's I, I didn't. Yeah, I, one, I, I thought he was. Like, I thought he was. He was a critical part to them to them right. winning last year. But like. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, listen, like I, I, I think they have the talent. I trust. It. I think they can, you know, they can. They need to. They need to get shorter passes to move, just move the football and stop just trying to get home run plays to Cooper Cup. You like, and this whole thing, oh, well, he doesn't trust those other guys yet. Like, hey, bro, like Allen Robinson's not a rookie. Like, just throw him the fucking football. Like, I don't want to hear he doesn't trust. A lot of we're making a lot of excuses up for Matthew Stafford, who's supposed to be this like awesome talent, and he just got the short end in Detroit. Like, they traded a lot to get you. Like, you're not always going to have like a top. Again, if you need a top five offensive line, a top five run game, a top five defense, and a top five special teams, you're Tim Tebow. You're not this guy that you tell me like Matt Ryan or that sorry that Matt Stafford is. So like. I get it. He's getting hit. The line stinks. But, like, I still think, like, I think they can turn it around and make the playoffs. I don't think no, that's that, a crazy that, statement. And here's, and here's why. They play the Pan- they, they play the Panthers this week. Like, that's that's awesome for a get-right yeah, right game, get right? Yeah, right. that's a get-right game. Yeah, okay. and then they have a bye. And then they have their bye to get, okay. health, to get, to get healthy. And then, it, then they go on a little bit of run here of the, you know, teams that you laid out. You know what the really right. obvious and, and, answer is here that we, sh- we should have said that needs just taken out back behind the shed and just put the rest? What? All of the freaking analytics. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. How many boneheaded things are we going to watch on a weekly basis until they just cut the crap and just like, well, stop with all of this nonsense of going for two when you don't need to and just putting your team. Play the clock. Play the clock. As long as you have clock, you're good. You're good. You're good. Oh Get out of here. Play the clock. Right, play, play the scoreboard. You know what matters in this life? Scoreboards. Play the scoreboard. Before we get into that, I, I got that as a topic, too. Can I get a retort on the Rams here? Yeah, yeah, not go into it. Yeah, get into it. Here was the stat when you're telling me about you're comparing it to the Chiefs from last year. Here's the stat I had. Mahomes last year was sacked for the entire season 28 times the entire year. Stafford, yeah. Matt Stafford is at 21 through five games. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's what, yeah, because yeah, but but Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes wasn't okay. getting sacked as well. He was running around because okay. he can he could and, avoid it and then and throw the ball. And you're saying he like was okay. You're saying he wasn't making the right throws. Stafford doesn't even have the time to make the wrong or right throw. He's yeah. getting Mahomes. Guys yeah, Mahomes was making time to make the wrong throw because he's right. more mobile. I get okay, it. I, that's so, fair. So, so totally fair. So he he might he might pile up so many injuries by the time this all gets fixed up. I think he's got like I told you guys. I think he's got injuries. He's not. Even telling the team, I mean, he's barely getting any time in the pocket, and when he does, he's keying in on the one guy because that's the that's only his fault. Guy get, that's, that's his fault. Okay, but the O line, uh, those injuries. But are yeah, huge. agreed. The O line is bad, but to, like to to say he's There's only no keying in on game. one guy, he has other players there that he can throw the ball to. Right. There's a, there's. A, well, it's a guy he trusts, you know. And but that, I don't hear that. Like, how, I think, throw the ball to the other guys. There's no <laughs> run game to take the pressure off. Uh, yeah, that's right true. now, Allen yeah, Robinson's yeah. a ghost. He's like on the old cardio. But he's open. But he's open on plays. He's just not throwing right. him the ball. Yeah, he's he's just he's on the old cardio <laughs> team. He's out there running yeah, around. Yeah, wild. Back. So, so that's know, what this. So we'll see. We'll see how good this is. This is great. This will show like what uh, what make what McVay's well, got. Uh, 
I'll say it right now. You're saying they're going to turn it around. I'm going to say I don't see them turning this around. So we'll see. Fair. Yeah, that 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 that's fair. So um, yeah. Well, hey, I hope I hope everybody enjoyed that that walk down Birmingham with us because we certainly did. Uh, that was fun. I had fun. We always aim for fun on this. Um, all right, boys. Anything? We're going to do our wildcat yeah, get, offense. Get, get into the analytics. J.O. was about J-O, to go let's do J.O., you go. Gronk spike, analytic. Just, yeah, let Jordan go here. Just go on a seven-minute tangent. Go. Um, well, I, I already said my piece on the analytics. Um, that it sucks. Uh, it's just, it's just. How many weeks in a row are we gonna see this? I mean, well, do you, you know, do you think it's ruining or helping the game? Because look, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Drew. Here, here, and here's my thing that I think is so overplayed with um the going for it crap. Man, that really set the tone when they went for it instead of kicking the field field goal. <laughs> like, so somebody the first game of the season, Minnesota gets the they have the ball first, they drive it all the way down to the five, fourth down, instead of kicking a field goal. They they go for it. They score a touchdown with Justin Jefferson against the Packers, um, seven nothing. They beat the Packers like forty one to seven, like and it was like oh that they they said that was all because of that first drive where they scored that. T-. Like, do we really think that the, like the as bad as the Packers looked because of how the the Vikings defense played and how bad Rodgers was in sync with his receivers and his running back game? Like, we're really saying because the because the Vikings went for a touch they went for a touchdown and got four more points on that play. That's what that's why they won by like thirty five points. Get out of here! Like that's. That's so overplayed to me. Like, yeah, I agree with that. You have 60 minutes in a full. That's like back when the Giants lost to the Packers a few years ago, and Odell dropped the touchdown pass, and everyone was like, "Oh, the Giants would have won by 70 points if he catches that." Like, that's the first series of the game. Like, forget the fact that like the Giants' defense that game, like they gave up a hail mary touchdown that Rodgers threw to end the first half that completely changed momentum as well. It was a it was a drop pass in the first five minutes of the game. Like the rest of the the other 55 minutes don't matter. Like. I don't. I don't buy that crap. Like, come on, get real. Like, that's a defense for the analytics nerds that I just laugh at. Uh, yeah. Look, there, to, to me, it, it's a game by game basis, and it's a situational thing. I'm. I'm not a fan of like the other night, last night. The, the Chiefs, both teams did it. Chiefs scored. Uh, were up seven. Instead of taking the extra point to go to eight, they try to go for two to make it nine, because they already were up seven. Well, wh- why are you putting yourself in a position that? You, you know, you, you, you make them go for the two-point conversion. Why, why you know, why are you just going to make them go for a yeah. touchdown and kick the extra point? But then the Raiders, you turn around and give them the gift back and decide, you know what, instead of us kicking the extra point, we're going to try to go for two now. And, suppose, and then what, what Joe Buck was saying all night was, oh, well, if you look at the analytical book in this situation, it says to go for it. But I hate that. It should be a situational thing. you got to get a feel of the game. There's moments when you could do it. There's moments when you shouldn't do it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And, uh, yeah, like you said, I- I'm not a fan of the analytics either. Yeah, like, for me, the only time where I'm, like, not taking points is is I if I've been so bad that I can't even get the ball in the other team's territory, and I finally do, like, right. I probably go for a touchdown. Because if it's, like, I've had eight drives, I haven't even gotten – I haven't even sniffed the red zone and I'm finally in it, I'm probably going for it on fourth because I probably can't get back here if I've been struggling to even get here for, like, 75% of the game. Other than that, average average scores in NFL games are, twenty three. I think, 23 points. Take your points. 
Get your points. Play the scoreboard. You don't play this bullshit clock thing. Because you have no control over the flock clock when you don't have the ball next. You have no control over that. Play right. the scoreboard. J.O., keep ranting. Um, so Gronk spike. Won the Gronk spike on one. And after week one, uh, people wanted to kind of shove it in my face a little bit. Uh, the Steelers <laughs> o- over under... Uh, I, I I put their win total at five, maybe six, and after they won that first game, people, oh man, no, they're gonna, yes, they're gonna make the playoffs, never have a losing season. So, I, I did a little research. You ready? You you guys ready for this? Do it, do it. Okay, other coaches in history, Chuck Knoll, who you know, just. How many losing seasons do you think Chuck Knoll had? Five. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to say six. Seven losing seasons in 23 years. How about Bill Belichick in his 28-year uh, career? Oh, Belichick hasn't has – has uh, Belichick has had, I want to say, losing seasons. How many yeah. years did he coach, head coach? 28. Probably uh, I, two I or three. Thir- I was going to say 13. Six losing huh. seasons. Okay. 13. He had Brady 13. for 20 years. Yeah, it is true. Uh, okay. I underestimate how many years he was with Brady before before Brady. Don Shula, losing seasons in 33 years. Eight. Six. Two. Whew. Wow. Good for Don Shula. Bill Parcells, 19 seasons. How many losing seasons? Three. Seven. Five. Okay. George Hallis in 40 years. 40 years. Wow. Uh, ten. Six. Six. Woo! Tom Landry in 29 seasons. Three. Six. Five. Ah! (laughs) Andy Reid in 24 seasons. Six. Uh, seven. Three. Wow. Good for Andy Reid. Dude, so... So, here's... So underrated, Big Red. Here's my point I wanted to make. Do you guys know why you weren't able to rattle those off the top of your head? No. Because it doesn't matter how many losing seasons you have. It doesn't matter. You know what matters? Winning playoff games and winning Super Bowls. And so we've underperformed for 10 freaking years. Oh, no, no losing seasons. No losing seasons. So here we are now with Matt freaking Canada and Mike Tomlin, who deer in headlights, and and we're going to have a losing season. Now what? What does that mean? It just means we're the same we've been for 10 years. We're underperforming. We're not close to a Super Bowl. And this crap needs to stop. And Mike Tom, uh, I've already said Mike Tomlin should have should have been out of there when Ben Roethlisberger still had three or four years left. You shake it up and roll the dice. That's what you do when you have a star. Um, but now you clearly need to have a new offensive coordinator uh, and go from there. But and and it, Penny, Kenny Pickett. So they're, again, five or six wins is what they're going to end up with. Top five pick. Um, Kenny Pickett, I view him as Ryan Tannehill, everybody. Like, I think he has enough talent to be a middle-of-the-road quarterback in the league. You know, if he's on a good team, I think he'll look good. And I think he needs to get away from Matt Canada. I said it before, I'll say it again. 
uh, he was with Matt Canada in college at Pitt, and and you know Kenny Pickett di- didn't even look like an NFL prospect. He gets away from Matt Canada for one season, and he breaks Deshaun Watson's ACC touchdown record. Like, (laughs) why did anybody think this was going to work? Like Matt Canada with with Kenny Pickett. Like, it's just, it's just not. And Matt Matt Canada has sucked at every job he's ever had. I mean, he he probably was flipping burgers at Burger King in high school. He probably sucked at that too. I mean, were you guys into South Park growing up or no? I wasn't. Yeah. Okay, remember, blame Canada. Yeah, blame Canada. That's, there that's, you go. That's what I'm doing. Anyway, I just wanted to go down that list and just prove that it doesn't matter how many losing seasons you have. Hey, your your point was well thought out and well put together. Um, also, just wanted to uh, say, again, like Teddy with Jalen Hurts, with Tua, I'm like, look, why can't the guy develop? Um, <clears throat> and he was looking great before this whole head and neck injury. So Now we'll that see. you said Tua – uh, what do you guys think about that whole concussion stuff, That this new rule and everything? What do you guys think about it? It's going to come out of this. Is it too much of an overreaction and, and an overcorrection? Are the refs now going to be erring on the side of caution with these uh, roughing the passer calls? What do you guys think? Well, that, that, there's definitely an overreaction on, on the calls. Um, on, on the concussion protocol, it's probably a little bit of an overreaction. Um <sighs> Those those whipping tackles are the are the worst ones, oddly enough, um, right. where, where like your whole spine is jolted. That's what honestly that's what happened to Sidney Crosby, and he missed a year and a half. So mm-hmm. Tua might be out for the year. He might he might need to go. He might need to be out for a year and a half. Um, right. I I hope he comes back and and can pick up where he left off. It just man, that's a whole big question mark now. Then I was excited for Teddy Two Gloves to come in and show the world that, like, <laughs> you know, he, he can do some things. And now they went to Skylar Thompson or whoever after Teddy. There's, there's there's a reason why some of these guys just aren't 16. They're just are never going to be 16 game, 16 week quarterback or 17 week starting quarterbacks. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, that's all I wanted to grunt. grunt. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I didn't look to, I didn't, I, I, I didn't pay too much attention to when all that kind of happened. I mean, I watched the game. I don't think anyone intentionally put him out there knowing that he had lingering uh, concussion. Well, they fired they fired the independent neurologist that allowed him to go back in the game. So yeah, like I don't I don't think like the Dolphins like I I don't think those guys knowingly were like oh yeah this dude's like br- brains uh you know yeah it was a, it was a scary sight though when he uh, that yeah. Thursday night game his fingers uh, it was kind oh, of. So uh, bad. It, yeah, and, and that was in coordination with uh, something that you see along with brain damage. Uh, you know, that was a scary yeah. sight to see. So uh, it was. let's yeah. hope he gets I, healthy. I, I thought I thought the Dolphins organization like was getting a little a little too much heat there. Um, but right. you know, it, it, it is what it is. We'll 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 see what happens. They, I mean, they need they need to take it seriously. So I I, um, I get it. I get it. Well, uh, uh, all I all. Oh, I'll just be quick. My only, my only other thing was just again my Gronk spike, the Russell Wilson love fest. Me and me and Shermanator, me and Richard Sherman, man, we've been we've been boys since day one, man. Leaving <laughs> a boom. Him being triggered by them not oh, running that. the ball was. I'm triggered. I don't. I don't typically. You know, it takes a lot for me to actually be entertained and laugh at like football these days. Uh, <laughs> That was hilarious, dude. So you gotta him and him and uh, what do you call it? Him and Fitz Magic are great on that after. They show. are. That's, that that's is literally the says. old. That's the only good thing about the games on Amazon is yeah. Sherman and Fitz Magic. 
they're I, good I, together. I tend to not care and still don't watch, but um, Sherm's got that, a podcast too. He's that good. Yeah. was so funny when he was just like, he he basically went into he 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 rewound time what eight years and, right. and was was speaking as though it just happened and he was in first person. <laughs> I I was I was because the same up. thing happened. They're like, it's you great. okay over there, bud? You, you need a hug? You, you need a milk and cookie? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> That's good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, but that. Um, uh, I have one. Yeah, thing, go to uh, What do you got? What do you no, got? The only, thing, the only thing I had was, I mean, I'm not going to Gronk spike it because I talked about Jalen Hurts already. So that was my thing. But one cool stat I sent it to you guys the other day. Uh, so on my Niners, Jimmy G. First 50 career starts, 35 and 15, 98.8 passer rating. Only other guy to do that since the merger, Patrick Mahomes, his Super Bowl opponent from a couple years ago. So only two quarterbacks have done that in their f- uh, 51st starts. And they're looking like the team that had a deep playoff run in 19 to the Super Bowl, deep run in 21, losing the NFC title game. If they keep this train rolling, just think about – how different the story would be if they won those two Super Bowls. We're sitting here talking about a potential Niners dynasty going for another championship. Jimmy G is like the greatest thing since since Tom Brady with two championships. And it's just crazy what one overthrow or one interception or, you know, what one play can alter the history and the, the you know the future of the NFL. It's crazy to think about, but uh, that's a sounds one cool like, stat. Sounds like you're living in the past. I'm living in the past. I'm living in the now. I'm living in the future. Shout out to Rita Oak on Twitter for providing those daily Jimmy G drawings. I mean, that's getting me by. I'm loving that. And uh, at some point, I might have a Jimmy G song. I, I you know I, I had a song ready to go for him leaving. Maybe I'll get one for him coming back and staying. So we'll see. But that's a cool stat. First 50 starts. Only him and Mahomes to have those stats. I mean, it's pretty crazy to think about. You could do, stay with me. I could, Jimmy G. I could do that. <laughs> stay with me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You should have had, you should have had this ready. I should have had it ready. Maybe maybe quarter three I will. Yeah, quarter three. All right, Drew, what else you got? Uh, That's all that I have. Next four weeks, what do we got, boys? Off the Teddy. top quick. Yeah, off the top quick. This weekend's actually out of the next four weeks, this weekend's probably the most stacked. Uh I, I won't too I, I'm sure you guys have some games written down, but uh Dallas and Philly, Buffalo and KC and the Ravens and the Giants are three big ones for this weekend. I'll let you guys say the rest if you want. JF. Nah, I, I uh we we talked about a lot of the schedules schedules. I I was gonna just point out how Philly ha- has like a very winnable schedule coming up with all those, right? Uh, all those games. Um, that that was a that was really all I was gonna we, point out. Week um, seven, Niners. Wh- one and thing Chiefs. we haven't really touched on, Jaguars. Like, are you, what what are you guys? Are you guys real? Are you not? Like what? Like you I go think out there I, I, and, I, and you and you give the Chargers absolute hell, and then you come back and. You lose to Houston. I think they'll win five games. They're still a year away, probably. Yeah, they're they're probably a year away. They were looking like they were going to be something, but uh, it's probably going to be one of those growing years. Uh, Colts. I mean, they're 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 Colts at Colts, home versus Giants. Colts are on the hot seat the next couple weeks here. Home versus Raiders at Chiefs, then a bye in Week Eleven. Home versus Ravens at Lions at Titans. 
versus Cowboys, at Jets, at Texans, versus Titans. There's a whole lot of me- mediocrity in there. I, I, I'd yeah. say they're probably going to go over your five, Drew. They're probably going to be like seven or eight. Okay. All right. There's, there's, there's three teams I think that this is the crossroads that the next four weeks are imperative to what they do. The Broncos, the Colts, and the Rams, next four weeks – what can you guys do to turn turn your season around? I'm going to be watching that for those three teams. How about you, Drew? Um, I'm a, I already. I mean, we we did talk about a lot about the schedule. Uh, I'm going to say the Giants. So Giants, Gi- nice. Giants are four and one right now, right? Uh, their next four weeks: Ravens, winnable game; Jaguars, very winnable game; yep. Seahawks, winnable. very winnable game. Texans incredibly winning game. They have a bye week. In, if, uh, in, uh, uh, do they? Did I miss the, the dates? Ah, uh, yeah. they do have it. Yeah. Okay. So they have the bye week, but then they come. Then they, they come the back. Three Raven, Ravens, Jags, Seahawks. I mean, yeah. they go two and one in those. And, and then let's 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 what, hey let's let's break let's week? let's let's break the rules and get a little silly. They come back from the bye. They have Texans, Lions, Cowboys, Commanders. Uh, like, wow. The Giants are. Giants this is, I, this is why I didn't. I didn't bring. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I didn't use them as the uh, the team that's for real. Just because I wanted to save it for their schedule with the big like. Wow. They could actually like forget the Eagles like being like ten and one. Like the Giants could realistically be like eight and two through ten two weeks. Seventh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. realistic. It's for, there for a conference no, that everybody something like that. Yeah. For yeah, for a conference in the NFC that a lot of people thought. Did not have any heavy hitters. It was all in the AFC. We suddenly have a very wide-open competitive division in the East and an entire conference with the Niners, Vikings in the mix there. I mean, it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah. Um, it's going to be exciting. So we, uh, Week 8, you got the Packers and Bills. And Week 7, the Super Bowl rematch, Chiefs and Niners. Those are two good games right there, too. All right, what else? What else, Drew? That's any other four weeks here. That's it. Cool, cool. Um, all right, so then that brings us to the two-minute drill. Yeah, boys, are you ready? Are we ready? All right, we're gonna do a little this or that. I'm gonna give you two players. You get to have them for the next three years on your team. On a road to build a championship. That's it. Choose, That's the qualification. Got to choose one or the other. Okay. okay. Are we ready? Sure. In five, four, three, two. Lamar Jack. We're gonna go Teddy and then Jo. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. God damn you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I I think uh, Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts. I'm going on the Hertz train. Wow, what a shocker. Wow. Hertz train. Uh, Justin Jefferson or Debo Samuel? Hmm. Who's that for? We're oh, just going to go Teddy J.O. Teddy J.O. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. And I don't think it's particularly close. Yeah, I'm okay. going Debo. Give me that. Give Let's me. Go, what, did I, what did I say on Sunday night? You always go with the abs, and Debo's got abs for days. I'm yeah. going Debo. I like it. This is the big one. Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott? <laughs> uh, Dan, let's make, let's make it fun. Give me Cooper Rush, baby. Dak. Give me Cooper Rush. He's undefeated. Never been beaten. 
in Rush We Trust. Wow. Stephon Diggs or A.J. Brown? Next three years, right? Next three years. I'm just going to go with the younger guy, A.J. Brown. Stephon. Going A.J. Brown, baby. Guy guy posted and changed his profile pick to uh, the Planet of the Apes Caesar after after week one. I'm all in on A.J. Brown. Mr. Always Open. In- injury history. Jimmy, beautiful, Garoppolo, uh-huh. or Matthew Stafford? Oh, come on. Jimmy G, baby. Let's go. Jimmy G. All Jimmy day. G all day, every day. All day. Geno Smith, Russell Wilson. Geno Smith. Russell Wilson. I'm still going to go with Russ. Let Russ cook. No. I think, <laughs> I think Geno's uh, scratching the surface here. Saquon Barkley, I, I Nick Chubb. So. Barkley or who? Saquon Barkley or Nick Chubb? Ooh. Oh, uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, more give dur- me Nick Chubb, and I'll he's actually more beat him thirty times a game. Yeah, he's more durable. <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me Chubby. I've always loved them as well. And, and Saquon's probably one of my top five favorite players. But I'll, I, I love the Chubster. Uh, Drake London or Drake London? Uh, Chris Olave. Why are you obsessed with Drake? London, when he he is a fire Drake from the north. How dare you? He has done next to nothing. If you want to say which rookie receiver, I, I'm loving Chris Olave. Yeah, Drake London's got more teddies. He's better. Uh, Justin Fields or Petey Two Hill? <laughs> I almost spit out my beer. <laughs> Petey Two Hill. Yeah, yeah, I'll take Two Hill. Give I don't know P. what he's doing these days, but uh, yeah. <laughs> give me, give me, give me Petey Two Hill fresh he's, off the he's, deck. He's he's going to be gainfully employed in three years. I I can't <laughs> say the same thing about Justin Fields. He's got like thirteen kids, and he's still gonna he's still gonna throw the ball further than that guy. Uh, Mika Parsons or having kids affect your ability to throw? <laughs> I don't know because he's you know his dad. I mean, you can't throw you can't throw to save your life these days. I got oh, this laser rocking arm. I'll throw Mika, Mika, Pars- Mika Parsons, Mika Fitzpatrick. Uh, Parsons and J.O., jo- you're going to throw that football over the mountains over there. Oh, Fitzpatrick, 100%. <laughs> even, though uh, even though he let Gabe Davis rip that ball right out of his belly, that was yeah, ridiculous. Uh, that was crazy. I'd probably – I'm going to go with Mika Parsons. Uh, and finally – Bill That's Belichick? Isn't it Micah Parsons? It's Micah is it, Parsons. Is it yeah. Micah? Sorry, I can't spell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> finally, last but not least, Bill Belichick or the Nick Sirianni? Oh, my God. For the next three years? Next three years. Oh, my God. All right, give me Sirianni, baby. Belichick I, might be retired. I, I just hate you, Drew. I'm done. <laughs> Nick Sirianni or Bill Belichick? I, why would I do Mike Tomlin? All three of us would take Mike Tomlin. That's true. I would not take Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I would. Who would you take, Joe? Belichick or Sirianni? I, it doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't want. It's wanna, fake. I it's made up. Who who will do the test? I want to. I want the guy who doesn't want to do the test. What's the line from uh, Miracle on Ice? The goalie. I don't know. Fine, I'll do your stupid test. I don't want the guy who's willing to do the stupid test. I want the guy in that who didn't want to do the test. <laughs> <laughs> that's me right now. Oh, that's great. That's not great. your stupid questions. All right, boys, this was good. Good five weeks. It was uh, excellent. It, it, it's been it's it's been interesting. Uh, again, the NFC East, the big winners, the first five weeks, they've been the joke of the NFL for at least six six years now, and uh, you know, they're they're sporting it right now. One, a lot of one-loss teams and the best team in the NFL. So let's keep the train going. And uh, 
we'll see everybody here week after week nine, right? That's four, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine. My math yeah. works. Sorry, I don't do math for a living. There we go. Yeah, good thing. Good thing you're an artist. On that That's note, right, baby. Guys, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Any given Sunday, you're either going to win or you're going to lose.